This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to the BetQL Network live all this week leading up to the big game from BetMGM Sportsbook at State Farm Stadium. Just a touchdown throw from the site of the big game. Presented by BetMGM. Welcome back to BetMGM presented by BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Aaron Hawksworth, Paul Aspen with you this morning. If you're listening on the radio or on the new and improved Odyssey app, take a moment and head over to subscribe on our YouTube or at Odyssey Sports. Also, you can hear us on Twitch at BetQL and check out just how awesome the setup is. We've got this phenomenal set here at the sports book, BetMGM, right at State Farm Stadium. It is an amazing setup that we have. So um, if you are in town, swing by. But we're in school right now with Bill Krakenberger, a professional sports better. Also, you can hear his show coming up on the weekend at Fox Sports Radio. He also has his podcast, Wise Cracks. And Crack, I want to talk to you about the position that I'm in for the Super Bowl. Because a while ago, I bet the Chiefs, plus 850 and the Eagles 11 to one, both to win the Super Bowl. And here they are both in the Super Bowl. So I'm like, gosh, do I just want to sit on the sidelines? Cause I'm a little nervous. If I go crazy on all these props, I don't want to like, I, I want to make a profit. I'm in a pretty good position, Bill. So what would your advice be to me um, sitting in this position here? Teams uh, at plus really good money. I would not even pay attention to either one of them so in other words okay. you're going to make money either way with one of those teams maybe which you know you can actually the one that you're getting a better roi on you'll root for that team a little bit in the game it's very hard to root for all your you know i put a tweet up on twitter um and of course all these telephone tough guys on their anonymity one of the one of them said because I, I literally put a thing up there i said i i really don't know what i'll have um, and what I'll be rooting for, except for like, I know I'm going to be rooting for the first kickoff, you know, to be, uh, to not be a touchback and the run back. So I know I have that, but I have a hundred props. think I know what I'm rooting for each thing. And the guy said, Oh, no way. You definitely know what you're, you know, it's, it, I, I don't know. So, so let's get into your props, what you're saying. So the big thing is not to get carried away with this being, the Super Bowl and overbet your bankroll. You still don't want to bet more than, you know, if you feel you have an edge, like I know I have an edge, so I, I, I'm going to put some pretty big money on, on certain things. But again, I'm not going above um, my bet. I know that I'm betting, you know, less than the 2% of bankroll, but you shouldn't really go over 2%. I'll give you a 3% for the Super Bowl of your bankroll. So that means if you have $10,000 allotted for sports betting, not going mm-hmm. to eat, not going on vacation, not taking your spouse away somewhere, not going to the movies, just for sports betting, that $10,000. That means you shouldn't be betting more than $300 on any one bet. Now, I know people say, oh, my God, that's so boring. I have all this money. I'm <laughs> Trust me, 
you should be all in anyway with the 10,000, but you have positive EV on everything if you have, you know, 30 bets or whatever it may be. So um, I would just go with your bets, but keep the percentage of bankroll in mind. You don't want to, uh, you know, normally I say don't, well, you don't want to run out of money. There's been Super Bowls that I literally went West Coast to East Coast with a ridiculous, I got stopped at TSA. Oh, by the way, that happened in Philly. I got stopped at TSA in Philly because I just put the money in the bag. I, you know, that, that's it. And then the guy stopped me. And they and, um, and a quick, real fun story. That was amazing. About seven or eight years ago. By the time it was over, by the time it was over, the guys that came in with suits said, put the money away. You could bet sports. You could make a living betting sports. Oh, my God. They were so excited. But, I mean, that happens that sometimes you have to have legitimate income and, and you can carry what you want. So, anyway, I have had times where I actually ran out of money and had to, you know, scour around and call some friends and uh, to bring me money, which they always done. And because I will be almost like literally all in by, by Super Bowl here on every penny I can get my hands on, including credit lines and casinos and everything. I mean, so, but you want to, but the only reason why I could do that is because I know I've never had a losing Super Bowl. I'm always going to have a, a winning Super Bowl. Now, what I mean by that is I'm going to have a certain whole percentage. Listen, last year it was low. It was like two per, less than two, one point some percent. It was ridiculous. Not that it was ridiculous. I won. But um, the last two Super Bowls haven't been really what I'm used to. I'm used to like a 5% return. That's nice. 5% is beautiful. I've actually had one year that I returned 10%, a little over 10%. So you just want to make sure you know you're betting positive EV plays. And what I mean by that is you're, you're on the side of the bookmaker long term. Now, when people use that word being on the side of the bookmaker, let's say in a game, um, they be I'll, you know they'll say, oh, I want to be on the side of the bookmaker, and the line was plus three, and now it's you know plus one. Well, being on the side of the bookmaker, taking the one, or even buying it up to three, laying a dollar sixty or seventy, that's not what the bookmakers on. So, legitimately here, bookmakers will be on certain things on the under. I'm going to be against them on this, that big one that we mentioned earlier. Um, I'll be against them on, on Kelsey because, uh, you know, the bookmaker is going to be begging for uh, under Kelsey, under touchdown Kelsey. Um, uh, they're going to be under Mahomes. I'm going to be actually against them on those two plays. But on the other dozens and dozens of plays, I will be on the bookmaker's side rooting for those unders. I'm rooting for a lower scoring game. I didn't bet that, but I need a lower scoring game to win my unders on player props. Obviously, you see the last couple weeks has been fantastic for anyone that, that has a brain, really. And um, it, it unders <laughs> came in beautifully. Bill, what is your what is where's Bill Krakenberger watch the Super Bowl? Is it in a book? Is it at your house and or like some sort of setup? And then with that, you're just talking about bankroll allotment. Do you save any for live betting during the game? Oh, good question. I, 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 live betting is a giant thing in the United States now. I didn't think it was going to be as big as it is. It's really big up over in Europe, and now it's becoming a thing here. But when I'm betting live with any of these sports books, I'm laying double the juice. Even keep that in mind because, boy, I tell you, I, I can't stand laying 120 on each side or 115 even. But I listen, I have prop places I bet back home. In Vegas, I shouldn't say that. Home will always be the East Coast. But anyway, back in Vegas, <laughs> I have prop places that are minus 110 on both sides. I'm looking to lay a dollar ten both sides. But I understand you could lay the dollar fifteen because the situational the advantage is so big. But live betting, the only way I'll bet live betting is to just literally focus on what you're watching 
and think about the public, what they're all betting, what they're all seeing. And I, again, I want to be on that bookmaker's side. Right away, someone comes down, scores a touchdown. What do people think? Oh, man, this is going to be a high-scoring game. Well, the bookmaker knows already what you bet. They know the way you're betting. They've had plenty of trials of this and samples and real live people betting. They see the public loves to bet what they just seen happen. They love to Kansas City score a touchdown. Oh, man, I knew it. I knew it. I knew Oma Holmes was going to be, you know, or, or better yet. By the way, I spoke with some sports book, giant sports book risk departments. They are taking all Eagles money. Like, literally, this book that I know takes is multi, multi millions upside down right now, hoping to get back some Kansas City money, uh, Philadelphia. 90% of the money is coming in on Philly there, about 70% at most other spots. So you want to keep that in mind. So it doesn't always work out, but um, listen, Vegas and not, not only Vegas, now all the sports books, they've never had a losing Super Bowl. They're going to win. There's so much volume. But I want to be on the side of the bookmaker. Keep that in mind if you are betting live. Uh, just don't just react automatically on something you see because the bookmaker already is going to add a half a point or you're going to pay a tax if you're going to be betting the way you're watching the game. Automatically, you're seeing something. Everyone's screaming and yelling. Everyone's happy. And where does Bill Krakenberger watch the game? Honestly, this year I'll be happy to watch it alone in my in my living room. I'm really happy doing that. So, um, you know, I can see more of the game. I don't have to listen to people screaming and yelling behind me. And and uh, but I understand yeah. that they have fun, but keep it fun. I want to ask you about some of these novelty props. We're outside State Farm Stadium. We're hoping maybe we can spy on some national anthem or some songs. Or do you bet those? And do you are you able to find an edge in those markets? Aaron, are we are we live right here? Are people watching us live or no? Yes. Okay. Yeah, we're I was live. Gonna, I was going to give you a novelty prop. I didn't bet yet, but uh, we can wait. We can I, wait. I give it out. You can tell um, us in the break. Yes. I will find <laughs> some novelty props for sure. I have one, two, three. I have three that I'm betting here already. Um, I wouldn't lay any big juice on these, but I am betting. Um, there are a list that I have to go downstairs and bet here of novelty props. Uh, they're the ones that really, uh, me and my team look at them last. I literally, you know, the Westgate in Vegas was the big place that came out with, with their props every year. Now it's not. It's the it's the BetMGM, it's the Fandles, DraftKings. So the bottom of the sheet is all those novelty props. Honestly, we never pay attention to them till late later. Um, we go by the main car- categories of props first. But yes. I do have three or four here to bet. I will have some more towards game time, and um, I'll be sharing them with you. See, I don't know if I can. It's so hard to share them with the public. It's not fair. A lot of these people do do this. They say, oh, I like this one prop at this one sports book, especially guys that sell games. You want to sell one prop. People don't have access to that. I want to give people access to props that have that you have access to everywhere. It's not fair and, and, and trying to pad your record. So... I'm kind of the aggravated gambler already. God, I'm going to start getting mad at everybody. <laughs> it is Super Bowl week, but I do want to ask you a little bit about some non-NFL, non-football. So, obviously, something like the Kevin Durant trade happens, markets move, or college hoops. I know you like to bet college basketball, and I believe, Love Phil, college. it was you that told us about the first to 15 bets specifically in the in the tournament, kind of a bigger dog, bigger price, and some value on something like that. Do you look at those outs? Let's start up with the first of 15 bets. Do you look at anything like that before the tournament or in conference tournaments, or is that just a very specific prop uh, or very specific bet for that situation? 
and if there's anything else in college hoops that you've been you know targeting uh, you know, recently or moving forward. I'm meeting one of the geniuses, one of the true pure geniuses, uh, Penn State. Uh, I'm sorry, Penn University grad tonight, Alan Boston for dinner. Alan's a genius, absolute genius. He may can't. He, sometimes he, you know, he can't articulate well. But a lot of these super geniuses like him um, are they, they? They literally their brains are just spooling through their pores. Alan would <laughs> would would um, be better off to ask about a lot of these things because he he is a guy I respect. I have won so much money with him. One year we just ran out. We just ran out one year, a hundred plus units. So, uh, so I get his I get his input too on some things. But by the way, he's not not winning this year. It's unbelievable. Actually, about even this year. But as far as your questions go, there the first to fifteen. What an astute memory you have. Because sometimes I talk too much. But I already gave that out. Go ahead. I gave it out already. So very good. You're right. I'll look to bet the teams that are the ugly teams. Uh, running up. The, by the way, they, they really don't have that that too much now. You don't see that less. You'll see it in bigger games, maybe maybe major TV games or something. Um, more towards March Madness. I'll have a lot of those gems for you guys uh, for for March Madness and the big tournament. And you're right, that, especially that first round. Boy, I'll tell you, I, I've never had a losing first round. That's one of the reasons why the the, uh, the, the reason why you just said I'm looking at those secondary markets. Um, to, to propositions, player, like that's literally a prop bet. So, uh, but as far as the NBA goes, listen, I really don't, I've been around the sharpest syndicates in the world. Now people take that wrong. Gambling syndicates, not mafia syndicates. So I've been around some of the biggest syndicates <laughs> in the world. And I'll tell you right now, not too many of them play the NBA. That's how hard it is to beat NBA sides. Um, there are a couple people that do beat it for sure. But only a couple compared to betting totals, betting half times, first half, second half totals. It's one of the toughest things to beat. Is the is the NBA, um, NFL sides too. One of the toughest things to beat is NFL sides. I don't do many sides. I'll do maybe one or two a week based on nuggets I find in Vegas, lines I find extra half points on because of the public. But as far as NBA, kind of just stay away. When the Super Bowl's over, I'll actually look to take a maybe a week or two off. I think I'm going to go to Florida chill out for a week or two. I'll still do college basketball and, uh, you know, still do conference tournaments and, and of course, uh, the big dance I love to do. So uh, it should be fun. There's a lot of stuff left after the Super Bowl. You're right. Good. good what point. about the draft, too? You've been so profitable uh, in, you know, NBA and NFL drafts coming up. What yeah. about those? Yeah. You know, last year I was a little bit, maybe t a little too talkative. I put a, I put a ticket up that I, I had on Banchero at, at uh, Westgate, they had 18 to one. They, they gave me 1200 bucks on that. So I went over 20 grand on that. But uh, what I didn't talk about, cause I didn't want to get thrown out, but I got thrown out anyway. I got thrown out of a big, big sports book on, on their app, but they took giant bets with me on Benchero. Literally 5,000 to win 70,000 and 5,000 to win 65,000. And, um, and I, you know, I, I, I love draft. I'm hoping that. we still have the draft. I'm hoping we still have, the, because I, and I didn't even talk about that at the time, the, the big bets. I think I showed them to you. I think I texted them to you, Aaron. But as far as the big bets went like that, um, I just hope we have draft props this year. I think we will. Um, but I don't think the market's going to be as liquid as it was years past. And uh, not just because of me. There, there, there's. By the way, I'm not the sharpest guy out there. There's much sharper guys than me out there. Trust me. Um, but I, I like to think me and my team are, are very, very sharp. I know we've been
I love it. All right, there's music. Thank you so minutes. much. That's Bill Krakenberger, professional sports better, sharing the knowledge with us. Awesome. We are so grateful we had him for two segments. I cannot wait to bet some props on those unders. Now, this is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. We go off the board next. You're listening to the BetQL Network live all this week.